Welcome to Why We Do This, a podcast for and by performing artists. Find out more about our guests and about us at whywedothispodcast.com. Our guest today is the amazing Chloe Akhtosh. She's an incredible director, actor, and filmmaker who just had her short film Lance in a Neck Brace play at Sundance. I worked with Chloe on her first directing project at NYU called Fish Hook and I, and we've stayed in touch ever since. Chloe has an awesome and distinct style to her films. We discuss her process for directing and acting, how to stay alive and present and use the wonders of nature and the randomness of life to jumpstart your creativity. We start off the conversation discussing the recurring theme of neck braces in her films. Uh, I'm just glad to see you're not in a neck brace because I was beginning to think, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Just, yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I've never broken a bone, so I don't even know why that's a thing. Yeah. But Julia started it. I did. Yes. (laughs) So good. Well, um, yeah, I guess. Dad, this is Chloe. Chloe. Hi, Chloe. <laughs> you don't have to call me dad, nice but you, you can if you want. Um, a lot of people do, but I, I'm uh, Terry also. Nice to meet you, Terry. Yeah, you too. Gosh, awesome. You too. Thank you so much for making the time and all of that. Oh, yeah. Our guest today is Chloe Oktosh. Um, she is a fabulous uh, director, actor, filmmaker, and my friend. And... Um, Chloe, you do so many amazing things. Um, Thank you. So I know you primarily as a director um, from Fish Hook and I, which was your student film that got you some attention. Um, and that was so much fun to do with you. Was that your first student, like, first solo? Yeah, I think I think that was my first student yeah. So yeah. fun. I remember that audition very well. I did Thank a monologue you. from girls and you were like, oh my God, <laughs> I love that monologue. Yeah. Cause you're amazing. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was great. And then, um, your latest project was in Sundance. Huge congrats. Lance in a neck brace. Thank so you. Amazing. So you're writing as well, obviously. Um, you also make music videos. So cool for Aubrey Sellers. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. And then you're, you were an actor on the walking dead and lore. <laughs> so exciting um so clearly you. you do so many things and I guess um we like to start with like when we ask when one when someone asks you the very American question what do you do <laughs> what is mm-hmm. your reply usually I well I go uh like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> right and then I think I always say I think I say actor writer director cool Thank yeah. you. I like that. Um, and then oh, I guess, where did that begin for you? Are you, um, did you grow up around like theater or arts or anything? Yeah, I, I was an only child. So I spent a lot of time by myself and I spent a lot of time watching movies. And so that kind of became something that I did, you know, that I could do by myself to entertain myself and my parents were always into films so I would just watch a ton of movies and then I became really interested in theater and acting Mm -hmm. and then I started taking acting classes as a kid 
And then I went to UNCSA for my senior year of high school for drama. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun and I loved it so much. But I just kept thinking, you know, that I don't really have any control over what I'm going to be cast in. And that I just kind of got this impression of as an actor, it's just your job to make it work. Like to just find ways to be interested in something if you're not interested Mm -hmm. in it. And I just kind of didn't like that. And I wanted to make sure that I could give myself the best opportunities. And so I thought I need to learn how to make movies because then I can kind of give myself more of a leg up if I want to be an actor. And then that led me to apply to NYU for film where I went for film and TV. Yeah. Um, did you have any like experiences in the when you were doing the theater that about you know that relate to why you love to act or or that affected your like did you find a kind of home as an actress uh, at that time? Yeah, I love acting yeah. so much and I just especially when I went to UNCSA, it was like all you did every day, all day was act. And it was very intense. And I just, it was so much work and I was very tired, but I just had the best time because yeah, I just kind of felt like this is, you know, where I belong is, is, you know, in acting and and storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any roles that stood out to you at the time, like that spoke uh, strongly to you? Yeah, I mean, we got my favorite part is we got got to do scenes from Angels in America Mm -hmm. and all the women had to play Harper. And it was just so much fun because it was the first time that my acting teacher, I said, what's our blocking? And he said, you don't have blocking. You're just going to move whenever Mm -hmm. you feel like moving. And I was like, (laughs) what? And I was like, well, what if my what if my scene partner leaves the room and he goes, well, you better get them back. <laughs> yes. And and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And then it just completely changed the way that I saw acting, because before, you know, you have blocking, you have to, you know, walk here at this line. Yeah. And and with that, it was just like, you know, your intention, you know, your character and just go. And it was like, I felt like we were all just like wild animals <laughs> and we were just, you didn't, you didn't know what was going to happen each time you went up. And that was the first time I felt that way. And you just kind of like do things you don't really realize you're doing yeah. them. And then you're like, why am I do-? like, I don't even know why this is coming out of me right now. And it's like so scary and so wonderful. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. I love this. <laughs> That's a great description. <laughs> It's a great description. <laughs> it is. I had a, a similar experience, I think, uh, that my dad and I remember all the time. We were doing this play called Six Characters in Search of an Author, which is a very sort of obscure Italian play. And it deals with the reality of being like a character and not a person. It's like super heady. But anyway, I, it was the first time that I got so like absorbed in this character that it was like I was more mm-hmm. at home on stage than I was in my real life. And I was walking around yes. in my real life being like, what is happening? And <laughs> um, but but it was such a beautiful, profound, incredible, like introspective experience. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I was like, oh, this is the this is the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I, I actually felt like I was losing my mind a little bit. So I had a breakdown. <laughs> and um Dad, you were like, well, this is the goal. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say, you know, if you're not if you don't feel like you're gonna have a breakdown, you're not doing that's it. right. <laughs> so, exactly. 
Good job, Thanks. Julie. <laughs> My 18-year-old self was like, okay, I got this. Well, not only was it acting, yes. but it, and was it Italian, which is the whole thing, but it was, but oh it was Pirandello. God. So mm-hmm. Pirandello is, you know, surrealism, basically. You're, you're in the land of surrealism. So it was fantastic for you, hon. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Oh. I would have loved to Actually, see that. Yeah, um, that's a great segue, I think, because I feel like uh, over the past couple of weeks, I've been, you know, watching your work and um, I went back and watched Fishhook and I, which is just such a great little yeah. piece. It really is. And I feel like you, ha- you. you really do have um, an aesthetic that I think is rare for like a young um, artist that I feel like you have a very Thank clear you. style. Um, and I guess I wonder like, where that comes from and um, how you arrived at that sort of like um, those impulses and tying them together, if, if that was intentional or if it's just something that comes out. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I mean, I know that as a student, we have restrictions. So I feel like that probably played a big part in me developing a style was trying to get Mm. creative and how I can make things look interesting without spending a lot of money. Mm. And, um, and with the you know, like the, I love the animation, Caitlin Rebelo, I thought did such a great job. Mm -hmm. And then there were parts in the script whenever I was editing it that I felt like, um, didn't like it. I just felt like I needed to kind of rewrite the, the script a little bit, but because we already shot the film, you know, I was like, okay, what if I like can do little collage pieces as well? Mm -hmm. Because I have no money to reshoot everything. So let me just like, you know, do photos and like do collages with them and use that, you know, as part of the style to kind of cover up for things that I wish I should have shot. (laughs) So it was like uh, always like coming from a place of need. Um, And then, you know, like if you have a shallow depth of field with your lens, then you don't have to spend so much money on production design. Mm And, you know, if you're in a hurry and you don't really have time to put the camera on a tripod, (laughs) you can just use handheld. So I feel like some of them were out of necessity, but also, um, you know, like I, like the, with the hearts being, with the people being their chests, you know, sewed, I love that Frida Kahlo painting. Mm. And so that was really inspiring to me. Um, But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like a... I don't know. I'm, I like collect a lot of visuals. So I I guess probably most filmmakers do that. I just kind of shove in my DP's face and I'm like, this is what I want. Like make it look like this. Um, so yeah, probably combination of the two. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, but I feel like the collage aspect fits so well with the like hearts being sewn together. Like there was this almost like, um, like punk rock kind of thing happening that I think, Thank yeah, you. just like it really worked. And and the hearts being sewn together, like I remember that part of the shoot very well. Um, and so I, I don't think, I mean, yes, you were using your limitations, which I think is a theme in all of these episodes that we've been recording. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. like t- taking your limitations and using them as a platform rather than as something that's going to set you back. Um, so I think that's a really mm-hmm. beautiful, but even with Lance in a neck, in a neck brace too, there's a similar, um, 
quality to it, even though it's like a completely different experience for the yeah. viewer. I think there is even a, a similar like, um, well, it's dealing with heartbreak, which I feel like is a theme in a lot of your work. Yeah. Um, but also just this like sort of um, simplicity that's really refreshing to watch. Thank you. What was that process like with Lance in a neck breeze? I love like Michel Gondry mm-hmm. and how there's like a sincerity to his simplicity. Yeah. Like he, you know, I just, I just love the way that he calls attention to the fact that this is a movie and this is make believe. And, yeah. and even though we're calling attention to it, it, it makes it, I think, even more special and more magical. And so um, I really love to kind of have that quality in in the movies I make, like a simplistic quality. And yeah, with Lance and a neck brace, it was like, I think in terms of simplicity was the script and also the, how we shot it. But then, you know, but Lance himself and what he was going through is like very serious mm-hmm. and very grounded. And so I really like to play, like really was so much fun to play with those two tones. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I do agree there's, there's a playfulness to it. And especially like with the photographs, you know, mm-hmm. that he pulls out, yeah. you know, like it's, it's a play, it's very playful and it's funny, but you know, it's also like, damn, like his ex-girlfriend was a, you know, a predator that, you know, wanted to bite his jugular, Yeah. Um, you know, like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I love that. I feel like there's something fun about movies and there's something that makes me feel like a kid again. And so I could, if I can kind of put that feeling in my, in, in the work I create, you know, I feel like I, I've, you know, that's, I've done a good job. That movie did three things for me. One is I was <laughs> laughing out loud watching that movie at the tapes because it, I felt like if it were me playing that movie, if you had cast me in that movie, I would have been throwing shit around the apartment like <laughs> I do when I get on hold. You know what I mean? It felt like yes. the whole movie was on hold. Um, and then, and also that um, the, the photographs, the fact that, I mean, I love this thing, which you did, which is the guy looks at the photographs and the, and picks one and the tape goes, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this girl's really smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I wanted Thank to ask you, you about um, both, uh, both pieces. I've only seen those two pieces, mm-hmm. uh, Fisher and I and Lance and a neck brace. Uh, I know besides the neck brace being thematic, I wanted to address the love, (laughs) the question of love. Like where are you coming from a particular place with that for a particular reason? Or is that just happen to be central to them? Because it's central to both, you know? Yeah, I, I just love the idea of breakups because or heartbreak because I just feel like it's so universal mm-hmm. and it's just human beings are fascinating in this way that we want to connect with people but we don't want to be vulnerable and we want people to love our truest self but we want to make sure we put our best self forward mm-hmm. on yeah and I just I just think it's fascinating I think human beings in that realm they it just blows my mind and so I you know love you know because I think if I don't know. It's like, um, yeah, I just think it's something we all go through mm. and we all go through it differently. 
and everyone knows what that feels mm-hmm. like. And there's something kind of funny about it. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. where, you know, if it's like, if it's like a death, you know, we all deal with death. There's nothing really, there's nothing really humorous, uh, you know, about that. But like, if we see someone going through a breakup, I feel like we all think that's kind of funny, but it's also really sad. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I find So dramatic. Funny. Yeah. I, yeah, but I just think that's fast, you know, like what 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 is it about this, you know, event that we go through that we all think is fu- and I think we think it's funny because we all get through it in the end. Right. And and yeah. so we can look back and laugh, but we do know that that was so painful and you can't really see the end when you're in it. And so I just think there's all these very interesting things at play when you deal with heartbreak and telling stories about heartbreak and and what that means you know, as an individual. And yeah, it, it's just, I don't know, there's there's just so much, I feel like I could do a whole like series of shorts just about, you know, breakups. Yeah, you probably could. You probably, I probably could. Ding, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So yeah, I don't know if that answered your question, but. Yeah. No, it does, it does. And I want to okay. address something Jules brought up too, which is um, the animation and stuff in the other one, in Fisher and I. I, uh, I just want to say that, what I look for in uh, the stuff that I gravitate towards in the story is no matter how the story is told that the story holds together. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and I'm a very, very visual person. Like I can't, I do a lot of acting teaching and I went up drawing stuff and like, you know, holding stuff up because like I need to see, or if I'm directing, yeah. like I have to have it, I have to see it. Uh, so the, the animation to me is just a really, well used bit of storytelling. That's why I was laughing when you said, well, I was covering up <laughs> things I forgot to shoot. I totally get it. But I, I also love it. Thank you. Yeah. Caitlin, yeah, her animation is phenomenal. And the stuff that I tried to cover up are like the still, like I have like still photos, mm-hmm. still collage, but but her stuff from the beginning, I was like, I have to use mm. your stuff. You're incredible. And I I and yeah, she's just so I have never seen anything like what she does. And mm-hmm. I love the safety pins. I love the thread. You know, I love how she plays with texture. Yeah. You feel like you can touch everything in her animation. Yeah. I feel like you can't really get that with a lot of, you know, animation. And and yeah, she's just phenomenal. And and she can do so many things too. She's also a DP. She's a photographer. It's a little bit upsetting when I think about how much, you know, <laughs> she can do. Well, let's give her uh, a full credit. What's her name? Yeah. Caitlin Rebelo. Oh, okay. great, great. Yeah. We'll reach she's out to phenomenal. her. Yeah. Yeah, you should. You totally should. Um, I want to just, before we move on, I want to just go back to something you said earlier, which was about um, sort of the suspension of disbelief and like the the wonder and like feeling like a kid again. Like I feel mm-hmm. like um, there's not enough of that happening, especially these days. And I think uh, like what I miss the most about theater, which I'm, you know, sort of decidedly on a break from because I need, I want to focus on filmmaking. But um, what I miss the most is that everyone in the room agrees to just be there and and believe yeah. that it's imaginary and and i and i don't know that that happens enough in film a lot of the time yeah. and i just really uh wanted to point out that i think that you're achieving a similar goal and i think you know it's really important for us to maintain a sense of like curiosity and wonder about the world that um is only really sparked i think through um storytelling 
Thank you, Julia. Do you want to interview me every day? <laughs> my day is starting off on such a high note. It's been really hard to keep this up. But I love that, Julia. And now, like, I, I don't know. Now we're getting into, like, psychology. But I'm like, I wonder maybe if that comes from my, like, love for theater. I don't know. Yeah. If I'm trying to make things <laughs> a little bit more theatrical to call attention to that things are not real, but that doesn't make it any less special. Totally. And I, yeah, because there is a, there is a place storytelling is a tool that we use to learn about ourselves. So I think, yeah. And, you know, I was thinking when you were talking about (laughs) heartbreak being funny, um, I have a very um, tough, loving Irish mom and uh, uh, from Brooklyn and she whenever I was a teenager and going through something she would always laugh and I'd be like mom like why are you laughing at me and she'd be like I promise it's kind of funny yeah <laughs> that's so true and it's so true so I appreciate that and it is funny later when you look back on it it is yeah <laughs> especially now I like I look back on I mean during pandemic I, I look back on things that I thought were really big problems and right. it's just like this puts everything into perspective. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. It does. It's so awesome. Um, well, okay, I guess um I'm also curious about uh when you're not making art, which is sounds like you're usually working on things, um, which is the goal, I guess, right, for all of us. Um, but when where you um, sort of mine for inspiration. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and that has been my, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Please no, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say that's been my challenge this year because I'm very extroverted. And so how I wrote my feature script was I just moved to LA. I was very present because I've never been here. Yeah. And I was just kind of following my impulses and meeting people and going to new places and just collecting, collecting stories, collecting data, just writing down things that people were saying that I thought were funny or songs that I heard and just collecting. And now it's like, it's been really challenging for me to be, to not really be able to, you know, socialize in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. I, so, you know, I feel like I'm still learning how to do that. But um, I think what's really important is to not lose the randomness of life. And so I try to, you know, my favorite coffee shop stories, books and cafe, you know, they're not paying me to sponsor them, but maybe one day. <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a bookstore. It's a bookstore. So if I, you know, go to get coffee and I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not going to buy a book, but I still think it's important that I look through the books because something could spark my attention you know, it, that I wasn't even thinking or like my friend and I went to, went a little, took a little trip to Cambria this weekend mm-hmm. and, you know, like we're driving and if I'm like, oh, that's interesting, like let's pull over, you know, like let's reintroduce randomness back into our lives. So I feel like that has been helping me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have Criterion channel. So just watching older movies, I find you really helpful. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, just trying to take advantage as much as possible of the outdoors because I feel like that's, you know, a safe space right now and it's gorgeous. And so I love the desert. I love driving to the desert yeah. and uh, listening to music and watching the scenery change. Um, mm-hmm. So I love the desert. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, yeah, it is a challenge, honestly. 
Um, but I think randomness is really important. Mm, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I will say yesterday <laughs> I went, we, I was in Florida for a couple of weeks with Christopher uh, to get some space and it was awesome. And I was very mm. ready to be back in the mountains because that is where I feel the most inspired. So I got home and I, my friend had been posting about this flower farm and I was like, oh, I should go get some fall flowers. So I was like, I'm just going to take a drive out to this flower farm. <laughs> well, it was very far away <laughs> and I was by myself in my Prius and I had to turn down this country road and it was like not paved and I was like bumping everywhere. And this is like oh the gosh. sticks in North Carolina, <laughs> like in Leicester. It was just like, I was like, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should be here. I'm really glad yeah. that it's not like getting dark. And then I get to the flower farm and it's like by appointment only. And I was like, Oh my God. Serves me, oh, what? Serves me right for like only reading the Instagram post from my friend and not going on their website and being like, when are your, what are your hours or whatever. Oh <laughs> anyway, so, but it was like this moment where I, I was so, um, I'm kind of a new driver because I grew up in New York. So I just yeah. had to drive like three years ago. So I got out of the car and my hands are like, <laughs> oh, Julia. <laughs> but, I was, but then I walked onto the farm because I was like, maybe, you know, yeah, I can at least say hi to someone. <laughs> so I like got yeah. out of the car and I was like shaking in my boots, but I, I just said hi to like the guy that runs the farm. And I, I was in this like majestic field, like surrounded Ugh. by mountains with no buildings in sight. And it was like, oh my God, that alone, just like looking, yeah, taking a breath was like worth the drive. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, it does. I feel like nature does that where, you know, I think about, you know, going to the beach here is a headache because of parking. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to spend money. So we'll park like a mile away. Yeah. And you're like feeling like you're like, you're like hot, you're sweaty, you're like annoyed. And then you get to the beach and you just forget <laughs> everything. I and I feel like, you know, like you, you get to the flowers and you forget about, it's like amnesia. <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it's really awesome. true. Yeah. And then I got back in my car and like put on, I'm listening to Miranda July's audiobook, And like, <gasps> this is so great. Like I, it's fine that they were closed. I just like had some space for myself and that's what yes. I needed. So I'm just going to go to oh Whole Foods and get gosh. some fucking flowers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have to make an appointment there. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but I yes. love that. I feel inspired by the randomness. I think it is yes. important. Yeah, I do too. Stay present. Hmm. Yep. Um, okay. So if you could do any project in the hmm. world with no limitations – what do you think that would look like? So I really love, um, I really love like action fantasy films. Cool. Like I loved Mad Max. Mm -hmm. I would love to oversee like a original fact, uh, like action fantasy trilogy series. Ooh. And I, yeah, like I would adore to do that and just to create my own world and like all these characters and I love creatures I love like monsters mm -hmm. I love like Guillermo del Toro like I would love to just create an entirely new world mm -hmm. so cool that's really exciting. thank you talk about randomness too I know <laughs> yeah yeah um, I want to ask two questions that are a little bit out of order for what we usually do but one is how did you two meet how did you meet? Oh, yeah. 
I met Julia because I auditioned her. I think I saw your headshot on backstage mm-hmm. and I had her come in to read for um, a role in my student project. And I just thought she was amazing. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about Julia is that I feel like a lot of times actors try to be a version of themselves, but Julia was just very comfortable being herself. And mm-hmm. she, she, she was just very comfortable in, in, you know, her skin. And I love what she wore. And I love that, you know, her acting voice was the same as her speaking voice. <laughs> right. And I was just like, you know, and right. I, I was like, I was like, she's really special that she can trust that she's enough. And a lot of people, I feel like, can't do that. And also, Julia's just not only incredibly talented, but I can tell she's very down. And if, you know, and I love people who are very down because, you know, I might ask you to do something a little silly. Um, But if you're, you know, just down, then it just makes the process so much easier. And and yeah, that's how I met Julia. Wow. And she was incredible. Thank you yeah. so that's much. Great. You're welcome. No, thank you. <laughs> so that was an, just an audition for backstage. That's a good story. Yeah. Good yeah. Story. And then uh, I don't want to dwell on this, but just like The Walking Dead, was that a, a, a positive experience for you? Was it? Yeah. Your work in it is uh, great. I, I watched thank it. Thank you. Yeah, really good. I, that was my first acting role. Um, oh, really? And, <laughs> and I was very, I had auditioned for that show a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And then I did an audition for this one character. And then two months later, my agent called and said, um, they didn't cast you for that character, but they kept your tape for another character. Wow. And you need to be in Atlanta tomorrow <laughs> for a fitting. Wow. And I'm like, Okay, so from where? Um, from, from from North Carolina. Oh. I, I just I just started a job, and my boss, who is still one of my closest, dearest friends, she's basically family at this point. I just got hired, and I said, "I'm so sorry, but like I got cast in The Walking Dead." And she was like, "Well, you have to go." Oh, and awesome. then just come, I know I I'm just so grateful to her. So I went down and I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember there was this girl that I was acting with and I said, I got to be honest with you. I have no idea what I'm doing. And she said, what she said, she said, whatever you do, just don't say that to anyone but me. And I thank God, like the first episode, I didn't talk, which was brilliant because I literally was just learning about, okay, what's first team, what's second team, because, you know, uh, first team is like, you know, the actors and the second team are your stand-ins, but I didn't know what that meant. So they would say, okay, first team out, second team in. So that means that the actors are supposed to leave and the stand-ins are supposed to come in so that the, you know, camera can readjust everything to set everything up for the, to redo the shot. But I was just standing there and then my stand-in came in and she was like, she was so sweet. She was like, you can go, like, you can leave now. We're, we're here. And I was like, yeah, I got it. Um, I just didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, if I'm, I was like, if I can be nice and remember people's names, I will feel really good about my work. I mean, acting, I felt, acting 101. Yeah. Nice. Acting 101. Remember nice. everyone's remember name. Remember everyone's name. Yeah. Crew included. Um, 
crew. Yes. Uh, so, but it was so much fun. It was just, I, I really hope I would love to go back on the show again. It was just such a great experience and everyone was so kind. All the actors are so kind. They come up to you, they introduce themselves to you. Andrew Lincoln just comes up to everybody, shakes his, shakes their hand. Mm. You know, no one had an attitude on that set. Everyone was just so gracious and made me feel at home. I couldn't have asked for like a better first time experience. That's very cool. Yeah. And how long did you, really nice. how long was your uh, thing for that? Do you remember? I was, I'm in six episodes. So usually it took about a week for me to do and for me to do my work on each episode. Great. Um, so I was really lucky. I got to go down, you know, a couple times and, and get to know people more on set and learn more. It was, yeah, it was awesome. How great. Can I ask, um, I have two questions. One is, uh, so you were living in North Carolina. Were you home in Charlotte for a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I was home, home in Charlotte. Yeah. And, um, who was your agent at that point? So that I still am with them. They're amazing. It's, uh, Terry Dollar and Julie, Julie Taravist at KU Talent. Okay. And they're, fantastic and i wouldn't be where i am in my life without those two uh great women so cool yeah and then my other question is a little more heady but i wonder um in terms of like your acting process and your directing process we talked a little bit about this um in our preliminary call but like Mm -hmm. briefly is there a correlation there for you in terms of like when you have a piece of material like just Mm -hmm. your general approach yeah i mean it's it's, I think that, I think my biggest obstacle with acting is I have to get out of my own way. And the only way that I can do that is to over-prepare as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think both the way I prepare for acting and the way I prepare for directing are both collaborative because when I'm preparing for, you know, a role or an audition, I'm constantly working it with my, uh, classmates from my acting classes. Mm-hmm. And just like directing where I, you know, am working with my team to solidify a vision. Um, and then with acting, I think acting, um, I is, um, yeah, it's just more along. I I prepare so that I can just get out of my own way and then just relax. Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time I feel like acting is also a lot of research you know, even if I'm auditioning, you know, I like to look up who's the producer, what's the tone of the show, like what tone, what other shows have they produced yeah. or written, and what's this tone of that, and, um, you know, research on that end. And then I, I think uh, preparing for acting can be a little bit more fun than directing. I think I get, I get very stressed out when I'm directing something. Mm-hmm. It's like very... I just like don't really eat or sleep very well. It's just not, I have fun when it's like in post, then I kind of relax. Yeah. Um, but I think that I put more of a weight on myself when I'm directing than if I'm acting. Uh, they're both, uh, I, I both am a little hard on myself in both of those areas. Yeah. I love the idea of getting out of your own, you know, doing enough work to get out of your own way. I think that's, that's like a really important note for, people who are listening maybe that wonder about their own process. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I also, I have to say that I'm not a mm-hmm. film director. I'm a stage director, but mm-hmm. it's so much more anxiety 
there's so, uh, so much more anxiety than when you're when you're walking around backstage or behind the audience and you can't control what's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> and oh, there's God. like no, it's not up to you anymore, and it, it's yes. Like, uh, but it's still your piece of work, and uh, it's very. It's, I would much rather just play a part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'd just rather be responsible for myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, perfect segue. Last question: um, What's up with you these days? So you said you're working on a feature. Is that finished, or where are you at with that? So I have my feature. Um, I, I would say <clears throat> that. I'm still, I want to refine a couple things. I mean, it's, it's fully written. I think that it's at a good place, but I still want to, I need to tweak certain elements and make it stronger. And now I'm in the phase of convincing people to give me money to make it. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to shoot like a sizzle reel Yeah. and, and, you know, I think I'm going to do a sizzle reel and I have like a, like a, crazy lookbook that I made. So I need to do that. And then, um, I have like a pilot that I want to do. And then I really wanted, would love to do like a scripted podcast series. Cool. So I am working on that as well. And then hopefully I can, I'll be doing some music videos, but my main, main focus is, yeah, just try to get all the pieces ready to, um, nicely ask people for money. Yeah, yes. that is quite a process. <laughs> so, so your main focus is definitely uh, your own work, but you are yeah. going out. Uh, you're still uh, being submitted or submitting yourself. Oh yes, yeah. I'm. I'm auditioning yeah. for um, roles as well, which is amazing. Yeah, and I would love to act, book an acting role. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that this morning. It's like hands down, <laughs> I would rather act all day, and I also need to yes. keep working somehow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. Um, well, this was like a short and really deep conversation. So thank you so much for being thank down. Thank you for having <laughs> me. This was so much fun. It was so nice to meet you, Terry. Yes, and you it's too. so amazing to see you again, Julia. You, you, you look the same. You still look exactly the same. I don't know what you. you're taking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Please, please, you know, put it in the chat box. Okay. Um, you know, let me know. Actually, seriously, though, I found a new skin secret, and it's face oil instead of lotion. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Me, I just I, I, wanna... I just wear a neck brace everywhere, uh, <laughs> except when I'm on, on stage. I like a mask and a neck brace. <laughs> I love it. I'll do both. I'll do both. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. This was such a treat. I'm honored that you asked me to do this. Aww. Thank you. So glad to have really you. Really a pleasure. Really a pleasure. Yeah. Take care. Bye, you Bye, too. Darling. Bye. Bye. That was Chloe Akhtash. I personally was super inspired by that conversation. It made me want to go make art. Find out more about us and our guests at whywedothispodcast.com. 